Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hey, Brittany. Hey, Ronnie. So here's a little fun fact about me. Um, you, you probably are the same, but I like to deep dive into just random topics. <laughs> Um, I, I'm just going to assume, yes, that you probably do too. I mean, after all, we are here and we have this podcast in which we just talk about the things we're interested in. So, What's the deep dive today? So today I've been thinking a lot about uh, free speech, actually. So um, you know, one of the things that I love about doing this podcast and doing it with you is that when I do have all these ideas that I get, I get to... Uh, research them, and then I get to talk about them with you, and I get to share them with our listeners out there. So I just wanted to take a moment and say thank you to all of our wonderful listeners out there. Uh, sometimes I know Brittany and I have this fantastic time talking to each other. <laughs> it's always fun to think that there's people listening and that we are teaching them new ideas as well. So I hope so. <laughs> so thanks, listeners, for listening to our deep dive journeys. So my deep dive has been about free speech, uh, which is something, yes, I know we talk about a lot here at Tattle Twins. It's probably one of the like, biggest topics that we talk about. Um, and, uh, you know, I like having the freedom to talk about it. Sorry, that was a, that was a <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> super dumb joke. Um, so, okay. As you know, I'm a little bit newer to the whole world of libertarianism and you know the liberty-minded thinking world so sometimes there's ideas that I stumble upon that are new to me but perhaps they are not new to you and so sometimes I don't know if these things that I'm thinking about are uh, you know you guys thought about them so much and so it might seem silly that I'm interested in them but I figure there might be some of our audience out there who these are new to them too so well and I really like that this actually helps me it gets me excited again when I hear because you mm -hmm. know I've, I've heard I've talked about these ideas so much that it, it's exciting for me to hear somebody looking at them through new eyes so oh, well good <laughs> thanks for being my co-host <laughs> For being my co-host, look at all the <laughs> going around today, guys. <laughs> um, so, in thinking about free speech, um, I recently heard this term called marketplace of ideas. Now, we talk a lot about uh, free markets, so talk, thinking about markets here in Tuttle Twins is a normal thing. But I'd never heard the term marketplace of ideas, so I thought this might be fun to talk about with our listeners in case they also are not familiar with this idea. But uh, Brittany, I assume that you are already familiar with this term. Marketplace I am, yes. <laughs> I thought so. Uh, so before we get there, let's talk about markets or free markets. So Brittany, will you tell us a little bit about free markets before we talk about marketplace of ideas? Yeah. So think of it as free, right? It's free. It's not It's not under the thumb of government. You know, a, a truly free market would be one where, where what they call the invisible hand of the market, the market forces are the only thing that regulates it. So there's no one person controlling it. There's no central planner. Consumers get to work with producers and sellers and they all figure out on their own. And that's the best way. That's how we get the, the most innovative products, goods and services. That's where we get the best prices. So the free market is one that's free of any government uh, interference. Mm -hmm. 
awesome explanation. The reason why I brought it up, the idea of free markets first, is because essentially that's what the marketplace of ideas is. It's the free market of speech, ideas and speech. So I really like thinking about speech this way. As much as um, we here at Title Twins are big fans of free speech, uh, we also recognize that we should be allowed to say anything that we want. It doesn't mean that we should necessarily say anything that we want just because (laughs) we are allowed to. And I like thinking about this in terms of free markets or free market of speech. So we recognize that there's benefit in speaking respectfully to each other or speaking kindly to each other or saying how much we appreciate our co-host on the air (laughs) Um, and not talking in mean ways to each other or swearing or not using vulgar language with each other. And the reason why we choose on this show to speak to each other with respect um, and kindness is because we think it is the best choice. And we also want our audience to know that they can come to us and hear our respectful dialogue. That's what we are presenting to them. But if we were to suddenly start talking and we kind of changed our demeanor and we started talking to each other in kind of mean, sarcastic ways, or we were disrespectful or we were, um, you know, talking about others, even people that we disagreed with in like really negative, harsh ways, uh, we would probably lose a lot of listeners here at this podcast because our listeners come to us because they don't want to hear us talk that way. You know, we have a lot of kids, we have a lot of families. And so we know that, and we want to speak to our audience. Uh, And not only do we want to speak to our audience and give our audience what they want, but we also hold ourselves to that higher standard and don't want to be like that either. But so I realize this is a lot like business, right? It's a lot like free markets because in free markets, if you want to attract customers, then what are you, Brittany, what are you going to do? If you want to attract your customers, you're going to cater to them, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, you're going to, sure, you will have your own morals and values. You know, you're going to run your business business ethic, ethically, but you also are going to ask yourselves, wait, what is my, my audience or what does my customers want? And then you're going to deliver that. So if the customers don't want it, then you're, you know, you're going to change things up. And um, one example, we see this a lot and I think is in entertainment. So, uh, you know, I came from I was living in California for a long time and I was in the entertainment Hollywood world. And so we talked a lot about, you know, oh, what does the audience want? What kind of films are people going to see right now? And some years it would be, oh, Westerns are really big or, um, you know, romantic comedies are really big or whatever was really big at the time. Of course, the, the Hollywood studios are going to create shows or films according to that because, you know, they're, they're meeting their their audience. Um, so, Brittany, you're you're a stand up comedian, right? Yes. <laughs> and when you do your comedy, your stand up comedy, you have a very different audience than say right now when we're talking on the podcast, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And so your speech changes very much depending on your audience. Mm-hmm. Now, what would happen if, for example, the things that we're talking about on our podcast right now, if you were to go in stand-up comedy night and you were to start talking about a podcast topic at your stand-up audience, a stand-up show, would, how do you think that would go over? 
well, I try to avoid most of the things we talk about on here because <laughs> people in comedy tend to be very liberal and they don't really mm. love these ideas. But, you know, I actually, you know, we do a lot of shows where I talk about my beliefs on positivity and self-improvement. And it's so on stage, you, you're a little like, I make fun of that on stage, but like using my own experiences, I just make mm-hmm. fun of like, oh, I'm one of those people that manifest it. Like I make little jokes. So it's just more like almost a more cynical view, <laughs> um, meaning like a more pessimistic, but funny view. I, I apologize if that's confusing to our listeners, but there's definitely, it's a different audience. It's mm-hmm. a different, it's a different, um, it's different demand I need to meet. Right. So it's, it's usually not any of these topics we talk about, but it's, it's, it's different. So the audience, yeah, the audience I'm catering to the consumer base, if you will, that's different. Yeah. Well, that was exactly my point that we use different speech depending on our audience or customer's market, whatever you want to call it. Uh, But this helps keep us in check just as the free market helps keep the economy in check. So I thought this was such a great idea and way of thinking about the marketplace of ideas as being uh, the free market of free speech. What do we feel as though we're allowed to say? Um, But this does actually bring up kind of an interesting deeper question that if we don't have time to hash out now, maybe we can hash this out in a future episode. But I have a deeper question for you, Brittany. Okay. We might not have time to go into it, but so the free market ideas version of free speech, is this a little bit like socially imposed censorship? So if we limit our speech because we're afraid that our audience or customers won't like it, um, say for example, if journalists were afraid of speaking out during COVID because they were afraid that they were going to lose their audience and then lose their jobs, so they self-censored themselves. Is this a, would this be considered a result of marketplace of ideas, like a censorship? So is marketplace of ideas, do you think it's always the best way to protect free speech or is it not? I think everything has to come down to branding. What kind of brand you are. And that means like maybe there's somebody whose whole brand is being woke, right? And Mm -hmm. I think most of us would be annoyed with that. But maybe there's another person like Elon Musk whose entire brand is like making fun of woke, right? So really he's creating his audience by the content he chooses to say. Mm -hmm. So like if you're just yourself and you do what what you think is 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 what you believe in, you'll the audience will find you. So it's kind of like what I mentioned earlier. There's really two parts of it. Even us on this show, we speak respectfully and kindly for two reasons. One, because we know it's what our audience wants out of us, but also because it's our own personal values and we want to hold to those own personal values. Yeah. And there's right. a, there's a rule in, in marketing and I know we're running out of time, so I'll say this quickly. There's a, there's a, this principle in marketing that you have to, if you try to please everybody, you're not going to be successful. You have to have a target audience. So we have a bunch of different brands of like toothpaste, we'll say, for example, right? But each brand is going to have their own certain angle that they're that they're catering to. Maybe one is for kids. Maybe it's like a kid toothpaste. So they're going to have different flavors. So you pick what you want that to be and then you stick with it and the people will come to you. So some people have chosen to be censored just because they like get canceled, but some people get canceled. And then they get even bigger because they found a new audience. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. Yeah. That's a good point, too. Well, maybe we can talk about this more, but I do definitely think uh, the idea of you know, well, free speech, censorship, socially imposed censorship are all interesting topics. So I'm sure we will continue you know, hashing them out in the future. Yes, absolutely. Well, thanks, guys. We'll wrap it up there. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And until next time, we'll talk to you soon. All right. See you soon. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.